Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Doug. And Renee. Married Life. Things that go on behind the scenes. Married Life. My wife, I love her. Married Life. She loves me too. Married wow. life. <laughs> Married life. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. I would not be here with you almost 35 years if I did not love you, my dear. Oh. Yes, because oh. love is action, right? Love is action. Yes. Action is love. I may not always say it, but I always, well, I may not always show it either. I may not always say it. I may, I may not, not always, always show it, it, but you better always know it. Oh. Oh, see how I went with mine. Hey. Okay. Ready? Okay. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us um, for another podcast, another episode, another show. Another day. With Doug and Renee. Oh, ah. I see how you did that. Ah. Sticking around with me, becoming a poet. And you know it. Okay. We're talking about love and happiness. Yes. Still talking about love and happiness. Make it do wrong. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. Let Al Green sing that one. I'll let Al Green sing it. Yeah. My falsetto. Yeah. I was out in the pollen today. Okay. All right. So I want to pick up because I think a lot of people heard this. And this is a phrase that, you know, just gets my buns hot. Yeah, we're going to cool them down today, though, y'all. The phrase, happy wife, happy life. Yes. So, do you want to add more to it? That phrase, all that boils my buns. Okay. So, and I'm going to tell y'all something. Uh Uh-huh, tell them. It boils my buns, the fact that it boils his buns. What does that mean? That bothers, that phrase bothers you, right? Oh, yeah, it bothers me. It bothers me that it bothers you. I don't understand. That phrase, happy life, happy wife, is most often- Happy wife, happy life. That phrase, happy wife, yeah. happy life, uh-huh. is most often used to suggest that marriage uh, will be well-maintained and enjoyable if the husband makes their wife happy foremost, meaning he put him- put her before he put himself, Mm -hmm. which is selfless marriage, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take us down memory lane for a moment. Memory lane. And use what? No, actually, before we go down memory lane, you had a question about that phrase. Where's it at in the Bible? I have an answer for you. So it doesn't specifically say Happy life, happy wife. That is not in the Bible. Can I I read my scripture? You got You say it doesn't specifically say it. it? Okay. 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 It implies. It implies. Because it's saying if the contrary happens, you will be miserable. Let me, let me, let me, let me give you the scripture. Proverbs. I knew you was going to Proverbs. 25 and 24. (laughs) Proverbs 25 and 24. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read it in a couple of versions. Mm -hmm. The King James Version. Mm Mm-hmm. It is better to dwell in the corner of the housetop than with a brawling woman and in a wide house. Mm -hmm. 
The New Living Translation says it like this. It's better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a quarrelsome wife in a lovely home. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, that To me, that means argument. Uh, argumentative. Yeah. Uh, 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 so imagine, if you will, now I'm going to take us down memory lane. Memory lane. The year is? The year is 2000. 2000. 22 years ago. I remember we, I remember we, 2000 vividly. When we moved and we yeah, relocated. I remember. Was your wife not that scripture? A quarrel, a quarrelsome wife. You you was not happy. So I have a question to ask you mm-hmm. because I was not happy. Did that affect your well-being, your emotional state? Was you happy no, during I that was time? Not. That's the point I'm trying to make. So if you if you are with a miserable woman who is mm-hmm. unhappy, now not saying that it is the man's responsibility mm-hmm. to make his woman happy, but he should not make her unhappy. If a man is with a woman who is miserable, it is going to inevitably affect his life. He is going to be in some way, shape, form, or fashion mm-hmm. unhappy. Mm-hmm. That is where that phrase came up with, Happy wife, happy life. If you are married and you have a wife, and I'm not saying the woman doesn't have any responsibility to be to be make her own self happy. Mm-hmm. Um, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Your joy and your happiness should come from God. Mm-hmm. But when you live together with two people, inevitably your emotions affect the other person. So I think it's important for a husband to not provoke his woman to not being happy because it's going to help her to be happy. I'm not saying you did during that time. During that time frame, we moved. I wasn't happy with the relocation. Mm-hmm. I, I went through depression. I complained about everything. I, I own up to it. I'm being transparent, y'all. I was, I was miserable living with myself, so I know I made Douglas miserable living with me. And... It was not your responsibility to make me happy. But the point of it is, if a wife is happy, it does make the home a happier place to live. So here's my rebuttal. And you already know what my rebuttal is because I say this all the time. There can be and there have been times in our marriage where you were happy and I was miserable. And so that's why I I do not agree with I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And the context of what you're saying, but I do not agree with that statement. Happy wife, happy life, because your wife, the wife can be happy and the husband can be miserable because the wife is happy. Maybe because his needs or our needs, our needs are not being met in whatever way. So she may be, you know. Peaches and cream skipping through, you know, the the garden, you know, whatever. And, you know, she's she's just happy. And he's over there like, nah, this 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 is not working. This this does not work for me. And so that's why I and I understand what you're saying about and you you quoted the scriptures. I knew you was going to go to Proverbs. I didn't know where it was in Proverbs, but I knew you was coming with the with the, the Solomon word. wisdom, <laughs> with the wisdom. 
I knew you was coming with it. I didn't. I didn't know from where, but yeah, I I just do not agree with that in the context of what I where I'm saying is that the wife can be happy. She can be, you know, oh everything's great, and inside there is a volcano brewing with the husband. Okay, so I'm glad you said that. I know we're talking about love and happiness. So part of love is communicating. So if oh, a, yeah. if a husband is feeling that way, then the wife should know it and vice versa. If the wife is feeling that way, the husband should know it because I'm glad you shared that because for a long time, whenever you said that, that made me mad because internally I'm thinking he doesn't think he needs to make me happy. Now, of course, that is the trickety enemy to reinterpret someone's meaning of something because the person isn't articulating why they don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I never knew that you didn't like that term for that reason. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, so we both made, in my opinion, very good points. Yeah, The wife could be happy. But that doesn't mean the man is happy. Mm-hmm. He, his needs may not be met. He may be frustrated with his career. He may be frustrated with sex. He may be frustrated going through a midlife crisis. He might be, you know, it could be a whole host of things um, why the man may not be happy and mm-hmm. the woman could be, you know, happy and uh, doing fine. But on the flip side, if the woman isn't happy, the man could inevitably be miserable because of he, um, him being exposed or surrounded by her unhappiness. You know, when you said that and I'm pondering it because, you know, most people who've listened to this podcast know we, we, we flow. We, we don't really have a pre-production meeting anymore. So when you said that, I I got the revelation that happy wife, happy life, meaning the house may be harmonious, you know, harmonious the mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. but internally, for the for the husband, the wife can be happy as all get out, but internally for the husband, he could be boiling hot. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, it could be the same for a woman. The man could be at no, a happy place. Never, no, it's never like that. You know what? I'm <laughs> y'all get ready to hear some rustling and tussling behind these mics. Yes, it could be like that as well. But I think um, in most cases, women are usually more vocal about their emotions or their feelings. Um, whereas a men, men may internalize it. And that's not the case for all men. I don't want to stereotype. But generally speaking... Generally speaking Men internalize and um, don't express uh, emotions and feelings, and they're not vulnerable in most cases to say, I'm not happy because, mm-hmm. especially if it is the wife reason. The, the reason is because something's going on with the wife within the relationship. So that just goes back to something we said when we started this podcast over two years ago. Communication is yes. so important. And um, there are going to be times in your marriage where you're not happy. <laughs> yeah. You may, like you may be happy at the, uh, unhappy at the same time, or one might be happy and the other one is unhappy. Uh, but 
if you truly love one another, that's an action word. You're going to have to communicate. You're going to hash it out. You're going to have to talk about it. You're going to have to go to counseling. You're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to make adjustments. You're going to have to make changes. You're going to have to. You're going to have to. You're going to have to. The whole point of it is with marriage, it's work. You're going to have to work through that season where one person is not happy and the other one is, or you're both unhappy. Yeah, I agree. Because you, when you, when you brought that up a few minutes ago, and I wrote down your husband slash wife should know that the other isn't happy. I don't think you meant it in the way where they should by osmosis, like I should know by osmosis, you're not happy. Right. I think you meant in the way where you were trying to say that you should communicate to me or vice versa, that there's something going on that's causing me not to be happy or causing you not to be happy. You should, if this is, this is probably improper English, you need to let it be known. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let them know that you are unhappy, but you have to say it. And we've said this before. And I think we mentioned this last week. We talked about the five love languages uh, by Gary Chapman and hopefully you did your homework. I gave you an, a, home, a homework assignment last week, and I said, go ahead and take the quiz. I think it would be uh, a great thing for mm-hmm. you and your spouse to do, to know how to communicate to your spouse. The love language gives you a template on the best way to communicate and express to your spouse love in the language that they are receptive to. And I think if you do that, that will help in those moments of um, unhappiness, if you will. Yeah. So, um, happiness is pretty much an external situation, something externally happening, happening that produces produces the emotion. Right. Something mm-hmm. outside of you happens. You know, oh. I'm happy the kids came over. Happy we went out. Happy we went to the amusement park. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Et cetera. Et cetera. Blase, blase, blah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Joy, on the other hand, and even though this is love and happiness, we I, I wanted to put joy in here because where happiness is external, joy is internal. And joy comes from the Lord. So while you can um not you maybe you're not even happy, but you may have the joy of the Lord flowing through you because that's your strength that's where you get your strength from and i the scripture where most people get you know the joy of the lord is my strength is in nehemiah 8 um 9 through 12 i'm not going to read the entire three uh verses but that's where that saying comes from you know the joy of the lord is my strength so while happiness is something externally happening if nothing externally happens to you, you can still have the joy of the Lord on the inside of you. Yes. And having the joy on the inside of having the joy of the Lord on the inside of you causes you to be strong. Yes. And so when it's time for you to have those conversations, those uncomfortable conversations with your uh, spouse or significant other, if you're um, single, then you're single and you're courting. well maybe there's just some single people listening to us who aren't in the courting stage yet they just want the information 
for when they are courting. Okay. Well, I was just I was just replacing <laughs> significant other oh, okay, with okay. courting because this is a Christian podcast, and we are not. Uh, 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 um, what do you advocating? say? Advocating or um, or or suggesting, if you will, that it's okay for. A man and a woman to live together, no, their significant I said, other. I said significant other. I ain't say anybody living oh, together. Okay. I just I don't know when you said that it just kind of hit no, me. I it was, hit me a I certain wasn't way. Even, that was the furthest thing from my mind. All right, because this is a holy podcast. <laughs> well, if you're single, or if you're single and you're courting, <laughs> or if you're married, I don't even know what I was gonna say. But if you if you have to have those uh, difficult conversations, those uncomfortable conversations, then the joy of the Lord is your strength. This is where you get your strength from. You pray, like Renee said, you know, you want to meet that person's love language, but there are going to be times where you just have to have a conversation. And sometimes it's uncomfortable and you just have to, you just have to have it. And so the conversation, excuse me. So Nehemiah 8, 9, 9 through 12, that's where that scripture is. If you want to read it in your leisure, by all means, um, go ahead and take the time and read it and ask God to give you revelation. And also in Isaiah 12, uh, 2 through 4, uh, he talks about, Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. So again, this is talking about joy and joy is internal joy. You get from the Lord happy. You get from, you know, external people and pro- or external situations in Proverbs three, uh, 13 through 15. It talks about being happy as the man who findeth wisdom and so on and so forth. And so again, something outside externally. So you want to make sure that you, everybody wants to be happy. I can't think of one person who, you know, I don't want to be happy. Everybody wants happiness. And that there's nothing wrong with that because it's in the Bible. But the thing is, if nothing happens outside of you or around you to give you happiness, will you still have joy? Right. That That's what I want to leave with uh, our listeners. Yeah. And joy is actually one of the fruit of the spirit. It's the second fruit. Um, right after love. So I think that's uh, good for people to know. In Galatians 5.22, uh, it talks about the fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. The, the, fruit, <laughs> the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, so forth and so on in, in verse 23. Meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. So the fruit um, of the Spirit is joy. So I like the fact that you say it. Um, you gave the definition, or not the definition, the explanation that uh, joy is internal. Mm-hmm. So if your if your spirit man has that fruit, that joyful fruit, regardless of what's happening around you, you should still have that inner joy. Okay. And I may not, I'll have the inner joy. I may not necessarily be happy, but I'll be content in whatever situation, I'm, whatever circumstance I'm going through at that particular point in time. In life, in our marriage, I'll be content. I'll know. I'll understand. This is just a season. You know, we'll get through this season. I'll get through this season together because divorce is not an option. It is not. 
We'll get to it. And then on the other side, we'll be better for it. Some kind of way God will get the glory out of it. You looked at me, you said, when you said divorce is not an option, you looked at me for me to co-sign oh. <laughs> um, to make sure I was still on the same page with you. No, divorce is not an option. Okay, yes. Divorce is not an option. Even if you don't co-sign it, you ain't going nowhere. I know. Mm-hmm. You're saying this is as good as it gets. Good as it gets right here. Mm-mm, it's going to get better. Get better and better and gooder like, and gooder. We like fine wine. We get better with time. They can't see me do my happy dance. Okay. <laughs> is that your happy dance or your joy dance? Happy joy. <laughs> okay. Okay. So love. love. Um, I want to read a scripture on love. Let love be without dissimulation. That means without any like attitude, if you will. Abhor that which is evil. In some versions it says hate that which is evil, cleave to that which is good, be kindly affectionate one to the other with brotherly love and honor preferring one another, not slowful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So when you serve your spouse, when you love your spouse, you're doing it without attitude, without Mm. um, being, you know, negative, um, you're going to show them love, even when they are not appearing love loving, you have to still love them and you have to do it as unto the Lord. I know there have been times, and I'll use the year 2000, I'm pretty sure there have been times since then as well, but I'll use the year 2000 because that was a really rough, I would say, couple of years uh, for us when we had first relocated to another state and I was miserable and Doug loved me anyway. Now, I'm pretty sure he was frustrated with me and basically wasn't wasn't <laughs> happy um and well, I'm just trying to keep my thought focused because we could take using that those couple of years we could take yeah. this podcast on to a whole nother topic. But he still loved me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that if you have a relationship with God, if you have a res- relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, he is the one that helps you, that spirit of joy helps you to love your spouse even when they are not loving <laughs> or lovely, lovable. <laughs> lovable. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That's a good word. And so it's important to remember to um, love them without dissimulation. The other scripture I want to read, I mean, sorry, the other version I want to read. Can I say something? Oh, absolutely. When you said, you said basically it means love without attitude. Yes. That, 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 that's a powerful statement right there. Love without attitude. Because we can get an attitude with our spouses very quick, quick, fast, in a hurry. And, you know, we kind of had a little situation this this weekend. And, we, you know, it was just minor bump in the road. Wasn't mm-hmm. nothing major. A little um, intense moment of fellowship. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we got through it. And, you know, we went out to eat. And then we were looking. Well, you brought up how many couples were in the restaurant. He's like, I wonder if they 
had an intense moment of fellowship before they get walked in the restaurant. <laughs> Just like we did. Because <laughs> I said they look cute. But on the outside, they look cute. But you never know. Yeah. So I, I just thought about that. Love without the attitude. If if you can, that should be something we all strive for, is loving our spouse, loving one another without the attitude. You talked about being negative, And I wrote down condescending. Um, There there are so many ways that we uh, undercut the love we have for our spouses in a non-Jesus fashion. Um, We always say, what would Jesus do? But we really don't. When it comes to our spouses and if they make us mad, that's probably the furthest thing from my mind. What would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. You know, right? <laughs> it's like, well, Jesus ain't living with her, so you know, Jesus ain't living with him. So, <laughs> so anyway, I'm I'm sorry. I just that's, thought about that. That's okay. I just wanted to read it. Um, just that first sentence in uh, the New International Version: "Love must be sincere." And then in the Passion Translation, the Passion, let the inner movement of your heart. Always be to love one another and never play the role of an actor wearing a mask. I love that. You know, I love the Passion Translation, Mm -hmm. but I love that translation of that passage because it's saying, don't be fake. Don't be fake. If you love, love Mm -hmm. and love with your whole heart. Be sincere. Don't do it with an attitude. Don't do it, you know, out of spite. Don't, you know, because love is not spiteful. Mm -hmm. Love is a true action. um, And it's important to make sure that when you love your spouse, show them you love them. Having an attitude and doing stuff to get your own way, love is not that. I think... um, we're kind of getting close on time, but maybe uh, before we wrap the series up, we'll look at uh, Corinthians where it talks about what love is so that we can give people the biblical definition of what love and they can get a clear understanding of what it is not. Okay. But when you when you talked about the actor, and you ain't talk about it, it's in the, the passion translation. <laughs> um, I wrote down, an actor just says lines. That somebody else wrote. It's not even, they may not even believe it. Mm. They're just saying something because somebody, they heard somebody else say it or some boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, a friend, I mean, actual friend uh, told them, well, you should say this or you should say that. They may not even be, they may not even believe what they're saying. They're mm. just saying it because or somebody could, else gave it to them. Or they could be rehearsing something that they've seen on TV. Mm. All these reality shows that ain't and, reality. Uh, and all these Hollywood people and even though I like some of those shows. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you said, they they heard somebody say something. It could be TV, it could be music, it could be a TikTok video, it could be whatever. Um they heard somebody say something. They don't actually you don't even actually believe what you're saying. You're just saying it because you heard somebody say it. And instead of saying what God's word says, you're going to rely on what 
somebody, some words somebody gave you. And truth be told, their marriage, if they are married, they may not, marriage may not be better than yours, foundationally. So why would you take advice from them? True, because what you see isn't always what you really yeah. get. I'm just saying, as Mr. John would say, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because when we were sitting there in the restaurant, we may have looked cute and happy to some other people, not realizing we had just gotten over or we were getting through mm-hmm. uh, our intense moment of fellowship where basically we neither one of us probably wanted to be together initially, but we got over it and then we enjoyed our our meal and our conversation and... Yep. But I think initially I was thinking when we left the house, I'll just go by myself. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. But we let love prevail. Yes. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.